0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to our Optimal Health community, Zoom. I got the lovely Heather with me. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. We're going to have fun tonight, Amber. Definitely. You know, as you guys are all filing in, and I just love our community. Like, I was thinking about this earlier. Have you found your people? Like, I feel so
1: lucky to have found my people. Heather, how about you? Oh my gosh. It's funny you say that because I'm like, these are the friends that I didn't know that I needed my entire life. I wish I had this community 20 years ago. I always share that with people. Um, So the last five years of being immersed in this has been something I I literally cannot imagine living without for sure. I know, I, I was listening to an
0: audio book earlier and the author was talking about finding your people. And I was like, oh my goodness. It is all about that. Like, and are your people the people who promote your growth and your development and getting the goals that you want to get? So, anyway, I just want to start off tonight and just say, found my people. You guys are my people.
1: <laughs> Amen. Yes.
0: So true. Okay. So, we are going to be talking about an awesome, awesome topic tonight. But before that, we just want to give our little Impact disclaimer. Um, we're going to be sharing stories tonight. We're going to be talking all about Optivia and the amazingness. And, you know, sometimes we just get excited and we might talk about different um, like successes that we've had healthy body, healthy mind, healthy finances. So we just want to cover our bases and, and protect our company. Okay. All right. So let's go on. So this week's focus how do you eat healthy? beyond feelings. Okay.
1: Heather, what's some of your thoughts about this topic? This is the piece that I never knew I needed as well. When I think about all the years, which I'll share my story later tonight, but like, I think about what I I never had those pieces. I never had that. That was like the missing link from like trying to get healthy to creating optimal health. And so I'm really excited that that's what we get to talk about tonight. Um, because I think it's, that's the question on everybody's mind, right. Is what happens after feelings? What does that look like? So yeah, I'm excited.
0: Absolutely. Because a lot of us are familiar with the five in one where we have five feelings and the lean and green, like it's so it's goof proof. You can't like, it's hard to mess it up. Really. You just follow it and it's amazing. But here's the thing is people sometimes call our program, the five in one. And this boggles my mind because the program is actually the habits of health. You guys, I don't know if you realize this when you say things like, you know, I went off program this last weekend. I always go, wait, did you stop drinking your water? Did you stop going on your walk? Like our program is the whole habits of health and five in one is just one tiny little phase. And we love five in one, like, don't get me wrong. It's amazing. But if we don't pay attention to the overall program, we are going to find ourselves
1: in the yo-yo cycle. Like that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I was just going to say that, I mean, that's the big difference, right? That's kind of where we really do get stuck and it's just kind of retraining the way that we think. So I want to talk about this a little bit. Like let's talk about what is this, we've got our six macro habits that we get to focus on when you're doing the program. So you know, 10,000 years ago, you guys, we didn't have to worry about much, right? Um, We didn't have to worry about this stuff because it was really already just kind of baked into our everyday life. Um, But 10,000 years ago, our ability to store fat was absolutely critical for survival. And today we are surrounded with like cheap, great tasting, energy dense, but nutrient poor food. And, you know, the highly processed food, what it's doing is it's flipping our metabolic switches and creating an almost continuous state of like fat accumulation. Um, And modern day living is just not conducive to health, right? We do a lot of other things well, like saving people from dying, um, helping people with infections and, and making them well again, et cetera. But if you think about it, people have jobs that tend to be super sedentary. And you guys, how sad is it that it's actually normal to brag about how little sleep we get? I actually was one of those people like, oh, my God, I am the queen. I can rock life on four hours of sleep. Um, But we also you guys were stressed to the gills, right? We're stressed out. And there's just that abundant calorie dense nutrition, sparse foods everywhere you turn. So. The odds of you bagging some food in your fridge, if we're talking about 10,000 years ago, yeah, pretty 100% sure that that's gonna happen. I was gonna mention too, Amber too, that Dr. A, he talks about how like, we have one amazing human attribute that um, can really help us change direction. And it's one word, it's resiliency. So no matter how much we abuse our bodies, if we stop the assault of like the unhealthy habits and put ourselves back into position to function as we were designed, we can actually tap into the body's inherent capacity to really heal itself. So um, I think healthy eating beyond feelings is simply having the ability to control the quantity and the quality of our food intake, right? So most people aren't really able to master that um, this is just kind of like a fundamental principle, even after like lifelong times of struggle. like people have been struggling for years. But we're so fortunate to have this system and the education that walks us through so that we can continue to thrive in our health after we've hit those goals.
0: hundred percent, Heather, like hundred percent ten thousand years ago. I totally agree with everything you're talking about. But let's go twenty years ago for me. <laughs> let's come back a little bit to this century before I knew about Optivia at all. Like I was overweight, low energy, raising babies. And, but I had one of those, Dr. A calls them like teachable moments, like where you just kind of get jolted a little bit where I was in my twenties and I, and I went into like a routine doctor checkup and the doctor's like, did you know you have really high cholesterol, like higher than like an old man, like about to have a heart attack. And I was like, what? could have been a little softer than that on the delivery doctor, but it, it was a good wake up call for me because I went from like invincible to realizing that I needed to start treating my body well, if I wanted to get good results. And here's the thing is when I decided to make changes, yes, I had that like high cholesterol scare, but it wasn't about that for me. I was like, let's go, let's do this. I'm going to be like the healthiest person around. (laughs) And I almost made it like a fun game. Like people, when I tell this story, people kind of laugh at me, but I would like try to just find like the healthiest version of everything and like how I could like, you know, just get my my weight loss going but also my energy high and i was going to work out 3 times a week and it was like this big fun game to lower my body fat percentage lose the weight lower that cholesterol at the same time and because here's the thing dr a talks about making a fundamental choice to choose optimal health okay so i want you to ask yourself have i made that fundamental choice for optimal health Like, I I know it seems like, well, duh, Amber, I'm on this call. Like I probably did, (laughs) right? But really at a base level, if you still feel like you were a victim of some doctor telling you, you better lose weight or your spouse getting on your case, or you are going to yo-yo, like, I'm just going to be real with you if you're just trying to fix a problem, you're just like, I'm tired. I'm overweight. I just want to be less tired and less overweight. As soon as you start losing weight and start being a little less tired. Cause that actually happens. Like, I don't know, like a week or two in with five and one, you're going to lose your motivation and you're going to yo-yo right back. Like, I don't know if yeah. you guys were ready for real talk tonight, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Ember, I love what you said. You said making that fundamental choice, right. To optimal health, because you're exactly right. Like 80 to 85% of people who go on a diet, you guys, they gain their weight back. And in some cases they're gaining more than what they lost in the first place. And then what comes with that? It's this rippling effect of health issues. Right. So I love that you share that it's, it really comes down to that. Yep.
0: So I lost 35 pounds. And, um, I lowered my cholesterol 60 points. Let me get a disclaimer up here, but, um, (laughs) I was, it was for the energy. It was for the health. It was for a body that allowed me to play volleyball at a higher level that I could jump higher, that I could do all day tournaments, like the, the weight loss. And that, that was just fun milestones on my journey to optimal health. So, okay, let's keep rocking and rolling. Should we do a poll, Heather? Okay. Let's do a poll, yes. Chris is rocking the poll. Okay, what phase of the program are you currently in? Remember, phase, different phases within our program. Five-in-one weight loss is not the program. So um, are you A, in weight loss, B, transition, C, optimization, D, I'm not sure. You're like, Amber, I don't know what the heck any of those mean. So (laughs) transition is what you do after five-in-one. To bring you into optimization. Some people like to call it maintenance, but here, Optivians, we call it optimization because you never maintain you're going forward, you're going backward, is what I found um, in in my years. So, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this quick little Dr. A quote. Here is me and my awesome husband with Dr. A a few years ago. Okay, three out of four people surveyed find that ever-changing dietary guidelines. Have made it harder to eat healthy. Half said it's easier to figure out their own income taxes than to know how to eat right. Like this income taxes might be on your mind right now. You guys getting your 1099s in the mail and <laughs> things like that. Okay, our results. Let's see. All right. Okay. We got about two thirds of you on are in the weight loss phase. Love it. Working on your health. That's so good. Okay. Almost 10% in transition. And, um, 21% optimization and three, 3% of you are like, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but I'm here and I'm ready to learn. So I love it. All right. Okay. Heather, what is happening? What is happening when we are gaining weight? And I don't know, we just need some
1: help here. All right. Well, let's talk about this. So yeah, what is happening internally, right? When we are in this state of being overweight, well, too many calories. Right. That's that's one of them. But that's not the whole story, you guys, because you must also factor in our insulin pump. Okay, so when insulin levels stay elevated, what happens is the body continues to use the glucose for fuel rather than both glucose and fat and we want that, that fat we want to use that fat <laughs> that's right right um and this is like this is the piece that i didn't even actually understand this right so it's really cool to understand that yes we want to tap into that fat and all that extra energy you know what's happening here is it's laid down into those fat cells so This is when the body becomes like a fat storage factory and your fat cells are your body's energy depot, basically. So the other sources of energies that are in like food, protein, and carbs are not as efficient as storing energy. So remember, we keep bringing about, you know, talking about 10,000 years ago, our ability to store fat was critical to our survival. So of course we can all thank our body for, you know, being so intelligently smart, but in today's world we have that constant, you know, accessibility of these excess calories, especially in like the high processed foods full of sugar, flour, fats, and salt. And we've created that gross imbalance of energy management, right? So that gives you a little idea of what's going on. Do you want to talk to us about the, the lovely standard American diet that's happening?
0: Yes, seriously. I love that the initials of the standard American diet is sad. like that's my favorite part of this. I don't know if they did it on purpose, but yeah. So, okay. This is what happens. You guys is standard American diet. When you eat like high glycemic, large amounts of food throughout the day, your blood glucose is like a roller coaster and your body is like trying its best. And it's trying to pump in insulin. And so it goes high. You have that orange juice, your blood glucose goes high, then your body pumps an in insulin, and then it dips way low below baseline. And it's just a roller coaster all day long. And what happens is when your blood sugar skyrockets, then falls, you get craving signals from your brain for more carbs. Sound familiar? <laughs> Sound familiar, guys? It's like carbs breathe cravings for more carbs. It's a loop. And Yeah. So I love this quote, Dr. David Ludwig from Harvard. This is in the habits of health, fat cells in this high insulin state are hoarding energy and in effect, creating a one way turnstile where insulin is ushered calories into fat cells, but restricting the passage back out. Can you just imagine this like in your brain? that it's just letting the, letting it into the fat cells, but not letting any out. We don't want that. You guys, how do we allow our bodies to function as designed before this modern day craziness? Right. Okay. Heather, tell us a little bit about the study or, uh, yeah,
1: I, I love this study Amber, because what the Jenkins study is all about, like what he did is he took two different groups, right? He took two groups same food, same calories. You know, it was exactly the same. He had one group eating three times a day. He had the other group eating six meals a day. And guess what happened? The group that ate six times a day, lost more weight. They were less hungry. Their cravings for sweets, what Amber was talking about went down and they lost weight because their blood sugars didn't continually spike like she was talking about. And then dip down to that, like even lower level Um, you know, those glycemic levels, the amount of sugar in their blood remains steady and their cravings for the sweets like they went down and they were just able to like maintain this, this beautiful balance. So you guys, insulin plays roles, plays a pivotal role in fat metabolization. So inflammation and the process of metabolic, uh, syndrome as well. And I always get those words (laughs) tongue tied, but when your body produces less insulin you're much less likely to convert, convert to dietary calories into body fat. And it's not just what you eat, you guys, it's when you eat it. And if we feed the body at these regular intervals, we're going to send a signal to the body that it doesn't have to store those calories. So I think it's just a, such a simple and easy study to really wrap your mind around and like, okay, and get how this works. I
0: love that Heather and here's the other like here's two statistics for you from that study that David Jenkins did at University of Toronto that Heather just told you about. Number 1, the group that ate six small meals a day, they lowered their cholesterol 15% and they lowered their blood insulin 28% over the control group that did three meals a day. They ate the same foods. I don't know if you missed that. When Heather just told you, I said to say it again, they, the same foods, you guys, this is a real thing. It's not just calories in calories out. It is managing your insulin pump, which if you're in five and one, which two thirds of you are, this is baked in already. Like you're already doing this. So what we want to do is we want to go from this to this. We want to flip the metabolic switch. Those of you listening on podcasts, I just saw the guy shrink. (laughs) The 10,000 year old friend on the screen just shrunk. So the big secret is this long-term healthy weight management from a food perspective. Like I said, not just calories in calories out, it's managing the insulin pump, but P.S., it's about all the habits of health too, like sleep, hydration, movement, processing emotions. But that's another webinar, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love that there's that constant, stable energy with this. That there's no more wild swings. Because um, I think we can all raise our hand to to say that, like, oh my gosh, yeah, those are the things that I went through. Those were the cravings. Like I I crave things, right? nope so. You guys, I want to share a little bit because I I feel like this topic tonight really hits home for me on where I was before coming to Optavia five years ago. And let me tell you this, you guys, I was really good at dieting and exercising. Okay. Those are my two things that I was the queen of, but in fact, I was so good that every time that I would do a, a diet, you guys, I'd hit my goals. But the problem was that I was always gaining my weight back. And I, it's like this cycle. I was always having to do it over and over again. And here's the thing. I didn't understand how to fuel my body to really build that lean muscle, right? So eventually I got to a place where I had high blood pressure. I was just having horrible sleep, low energy, tons of inflammation, because I was exercising a ton and running a ton and training for races. And I had so many aches and pains. Honestly, you guys, I told myself, well, this is this is being in your 40s, right? This is called over the hill. And this is what just comes with the territory. Someone just guys- asked
0: in the chat how old you were, Heather.
1: And I'm like, ask a girl her age, but
0: I am right. proud to say I'm 43,
1: I, Heather. <laughs> yeah, I was 42 when I started this. Um, And it's so funny, the lies that we tell ourselves, right? Um, But you guys, by embracing the habits of health, it has allowed me to release 30 pounds and to completely do a 180 in all those areas that I've been struggling with for years. And now I'm in a space where I get to continue to optimize my new healthy lifestyle just by applying what I've learned, right? What we're talking about tonight, what I've learned from Dr. A and through our system. Um, It's so freeing to let go of that diet mentality. And I think when we're embracing the foundational habits that we learn you know, that we first start out in the beginning, you're talking about like doing the five and one, they become second nature. So once you get to your goal, you've got that beautiful foundation that it's like what we're talking about tonight, setting yourself up for what's next um, after fuelings. And so I get to live in this space where now I'm like an energy producing machine and I don't have to rely on things like Red Bulls to give me energy and I don't have to take Tylenol PM to get a good night's sleep. So, which let's be honest, you guys, in the 15 years that I've been taking something for sleep, that actually never worked and solved the problem. But I did want to share too, that as I've been able to help people in their health over the last five years, I've realized that having that partnership has really inspired me to keep that momentum going forward in my health. And it's so awesome to take what I'm learning through my journey and then teach it to my clients and watch them make these amazing transformations that are forever changing their lives and their families' lives. And it's so fun because we get to continue to learn and grow through this process on our health journey. So I just a huge thank you to Optavia because it's been a wonderful journey so far and it's never ending, like you said, right? It's optimal health. So we never really arrive. We're either moving forward or backwards. I choose forward. So
0: I love that Heather. And I like, honestly, I have I'm in better health and I have more energy than yeah 20 years ago when I found myself overweight in my 20s. So totally agree and um, I just want to throw in something else when you're talking about Red Bull. Isn't it funny when people are like looking at the fueling like ingredients and they're like, what's in this thing? While they're like drinking their Red Bull, they're like, is this yeah. healthy? And they're like eating their McDonald's hamburger. I don't know. I just want to throw that in. It's kind of funny, but <laughs> right, I
1: know. it makes me laugh.
0: So true. And I love these pictures of you. Oh, oh it's you. vibrant. Seriously. I am loving it. All right. Let's talk about managing the insulin pump. So let's do a review because here's the thing you can try to eat healthy or try to optimize after the five and one but you got to know these rules well you don't gotta you probably wanna if you want to have that long-term health right so it's not just calories in calories out which is why here's the fun fact if you're just counting calories it doesn't always work like i had a neighbor one time and she did another i won't say the program but she would count points And she would say, Amber, like I stayed within all my point ranges and for like a month and I haven't lost anything. And then come to find out she, she was eating nutter butters for all her points. (laughs) And I was like, okay, here's the thing is it's not about calories in calories out alone. So yeah, when we're not managing our insulin pump, remember one way turnstile. Letting fat in, not letting it out. okay. So what do we do? We follow the habits of health system. Like I said, if you're on five and one, it's baked in. But you have to be conscious when you enter transition and optimization because it's not as baked in, right? You have to really see the habits that you're forming and not get out of the habits, okay? So you want to continue to fuel every two to three hours, just like you do in five and one. You want to make sure each fueling is low glycemic. Just like in five and one, every feeling's low glycemic. Every lean and green's low glycemic. Okay, you can study glycemic index in element fifteen of your life book. It's a great element. And then pairing a protein with a carb also lowers the effect on your insulin response, which is pretty cool. All my kids like literally to this day when my kids, if they have like cereal and milk at night for dessert. I don't know. Do you do your kids eat cereal for dessert? <laughs> <laughs> they have like a string cheese afterwards or they have like enough to be shake because they're like oh I gotta have my protein it's not balanced yet um and then eating smaller amounts like we learned in the Jenkins study if you go back to eating like big meals or like not eating till noon or um things like that you're going to your insulin pump's going to be all over the place it's not going to help you at all
1: Yeah. You know what's so great about that, Amber, is like that's that missing link there to jump from, you know, having this like mentality of yo-yoing because I relate to that story that you shared because I was the queen of banking my points, but not really learning anything on how I was fueling my body, right? So, losing 30 pounds that way versus this way looks totally different. And I feel totally different. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, you know, eating like what is our eating system for life, right? So, this is great because this gives you an example of what a meal in optimi- optimization phase looks like. So, Dr. A talks about the nine inch um, eating plate system. And it makes it really simple, right? So half your plate is fruits and veggies, with a quarter of a grains and a quarter of a protein. So this breakdown gives you kind of that healthy balance of nutrients in the right amounts um, to satisfy your hunger. So all you need to do is really kind of visualize this chart on your nine inch plate and plan your meals accordingly. So as long as you maintain, you know, the ratio of grain, protein, fruits, and veggies, you can be sure that you're getting a healthy balanced meal going forward. And so I wanted to kind of throw this out because sometimes people are like, yeah, Heather, that sounds super great. But when you're talking percentages, like that's not clicking with me if I'm looking at my plate. So I wanted to give you kind of just an idea of portion size. And it talks about this in the habits of health, but like grains, that's going to be something around the size of a tennis ball. Okay. So picturing like a tennis ball serving size of grains, when you're talking about fruits and veggies, that's like a small little paperback book about a hundred pages. That would be the equivalent of your fruits and veggies and protein. This is, this one is always stuck in my, my head. And I don't know if it's because I like to play cards, but it's a deck of cards. And so just knowing like that's what you're trying to visualize and it's not like you have to have this mastering calculation of some sort of tool to make sure you've got your nine inch plate, hundred percent accurate. Right.
0: Yeah. And I just want you to like, think about the last time you went to a restaurant that gave you rice and if it was the size of a tennis ball, like no way was it the size of a tennis ball. It was like four tennis balls. Right. So really just getting those visuals that you just explained, Heather is so key. I love that. And yes, this is after the weight loss part. <laughs> Talk to your coach though, because we're talking about beyond fuelings, right? We wanted to get the science of why we do what we do. And now we're talking about what we do. Okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. I want to bring on another friend, another fellow certified Optavia coach um, who is one of my clients. Lee. can you come on here and we would love to hear a little bit about your story.
2: Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks Amber. Um, but I recently I've, well, I've been a coach for about 10 years and I actually came into coaching without, without losing weight through Octavia first. And my background was, I was, I was a big dieter. I, 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 when Heather was sharing her story, I'm like, yep, i was obsessed with calories i all i knew was eat less calories so you're hungry and exercise a lot um and obsessed about okay deprivation okay no sugar and it just never worked for me i was always frustrated but i was always obsessed with my weight and and i looked back at my last at my past journals almost every day i would talk about how much weight i wanted to lose And so when I'm hearing you guys teach this, I'm like, I wish I would have known this back then that my past self would have done so much better and had so much more peace of mind and been able to concentrate on other things. So anyways, I came into, yeah, I, I came into, to coaching and Octavia so excited about the education piece for people. And I've been practicing those habits of health that you've been talking about. And having high energy, high quality of life, just feeling so good. And then I recently got pregnant and gained 50 pounds, uh, more than I thought I would. Nine pounds of that was a baby. <laughs> um, but you know, I I knew that I would be able to reach a healthy weight again um, because of what we teach. And so after my milk supply was solid. I jumped onto a healthy eating plan. Obviously, obviously, it wasn't the five-in-one plan because I was nursing. And we have all sorts of different plans, but I was incorporating this healthy eating and my weight just came off. And I'm not saying that was easy. It's simple. That's the thing is I was very intentional. And the thing with Optavia is it lays it out in a very simple and doable way. And so it's just really motivating because for so long, I hear everyone like, even when you get pregnant, you're never going to lose the weight again. And so I'm grateful for tools that I'm using now. And I'll continue to use to just live a healthy life. And I use the fueling still. I use the fuelings for so long. I keep them at my desk. I keep them in my car because I know the importance of fueling my body regularly. And being a health coach has also really helped me really teach and, and live the habits of health um, and I'm not perfect. I'm, I, when I check in with my clients, when I say, Hey, how's your water doing? It's a reminder to me of how my water is doing. So it's an opportunity to to, to keep on practicing and keep on growing.
0: Absolutely. Currently. I love that. Cause sometimes people get so stressed out. They're like, Oh no, if I have a baby. What am I going to do? And I think it is so amazing Like how, I would say on a scale of one to 10, where 10 was super stressed out, how stressed out were you about being able or having tools to lose that weight after your baby?
2: Not stressed out at all, zero, (laughs) you know, and even though I wasn't stressed, there was a part of me that was like, well, what if you can't, you know, but it's just nice having Amber's my health coach. And so she was there to help me as well
0: what if what if this works for everybody and won't work for me right
2: right (laughs) (laughs) if that
0: is you if you're like I'm doing everything and it's not working I want you to get with your coach and I want you to like really drill down and I want you to journal and I want you to like really if I was being a hundred percent like a hundred percent am I doing it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's yeah. what you're going to be like. And yeah, of course, maybe you need meds suggested by your doctor, stuff like that, weird things. But for, for the most part, when you do it, it works. This is science, not just calories in, calories out, but insulin management, right, Curly? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just, it's so nice, just simple. And we have the tools, the books, don't forget to read. You'll learn all about this in the books that we have. You might hear us and you're, you're good at listening and, and retaining information, but maybe you're, you're going to learn even better when you dig into the books and your coach can give you those, um, like the area of where to look for as well.
0: So true. And not just the life book too. Like I've been rereading Dr. A's habits of health. Like it's right here on my desk right now. And this book is so amazing. Like, I love it. Literally, like, if you're like, oh my goodness, like Amber and Heather and Curtly, they know all this stuff about science. Like how did they learn this yeah. stuff? We learned it from Dr. A's Habits of Health book and the Life book. Like we And it's it- not
2: the first time we read it either. Like we we keep on reading it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, so. it's so true. Okay. And your baby's so cute, by the way. Everybody in the chat is like dying over how cute your baby is.
2: Thanks. I like her.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Let's talk about the lean and green. Like, okay, guys, this is not rocket science. And I know sometimes we get all fancy and we got to go on Pinterest and blah, blah, you guys. I had a client say this and I loved it. She's like, just go Amish. Just like, just the bare minimums. Like you just have a horse and a buggy and you make your own blankets. No, just kidding. We have feelings, but just like slap on six ounces of a piece of grilled chicken on your plate and like three, like measure out like three servings of non-starchy veggies and be like look in your book and be like, okay, it's chicken. I need one fat serving. Oh wait, it's salmon. I I need to spray the pan with Pam rather than use a fat. Oh, it's tilapia. I need two fat servings. Like literally just follow exactly. And you will have so much success. Okay. Ladies, I want to ask you guys, have you guys used the Optivia
1: app for recipes?
2: Oh yeah. I love it. Yeah.
1: It's amazing to have everything like you're saying, like people are like trying to get all bougie and fancy and like go like elsewhere. And it's like, oh my gosh, why it's all there. There's so many different choices. I love that. They're they're right there at our fingertips now.
2: Yeah. And you can look at different categories and it's just so nice. No, don't overcomplicate it.
0: (laughs) Yep. Amen. Okay. So true. All right. So If you guys have learned something tonight, I want you to share it, okay? You got to share it with your people, okay? You guys are my people, you got to share it. And here's what happens is when you start sharing health on social media or when you're talking to your coworkers or you get to a family event and they notice, or you know what? Even if people are giving you a hard time, just be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm totally excited that I'm not having that brownie. Cause I'm on a health journey. Like I have so much energy. Like I'm feeling great currently. What would be your best like advice for somebody who is sharing their health journey with family and friends?
2: Ooh, like how to share it. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Okay. So this, I love this because and, and this is a good one to, to go with, with your coach and talk to him them. But what I, I usually say is someone asking you, just say, hey, are you asking for yourself or for someone else? And then you know what kind of a conversation to have. And they're like, oh, I am, I want to lose weight. You know, they'll go on and say, okay, listen, keep it simple. I'm working with a health coach and she's helping me balance my blood sugars. It's really simple. I love it. Why don't I connect you with her or him? And, and still, or him, or he will give you the information. And so my advice is keep it simple and let your coach do the explanation. Um, and then just connect them. I like three-way chat threads and say, Hey, this is my friend, Chris. He was asking about this.
0: I love it. Heather,
1: anything else you would add? Well, I was going to say currently I agree. And that's, um, basically what I would suggest too. And what that does, I think people, when they start their health journey, they're worried. There's some fears there. they fear of failure, of you know, not hitting their goals. They don't want people to judge them, and when people are asking, it allows people to step in this space to create some accountability because they're letting people in their world know that they're, it's not a secret what they're doing but it's taking the burden of them to feel like they have to know like all the things that we're talking about tonight. Right. So keeping it simple and then, yeah, when you can create that community around you that you're sharing, like what you're doing, oh my gosh, like it's only going to propel you forward on your journey. Yeah.
2: And a lot of a lot of my clients, they are so scared to post on Facebook because they don't want to have the pressure that everyone knows. But that that social accountability is a secret tool most people don't use, but works incredibly well. And so look look on the screen right here. The people listening to a podcast won't see it, but you're going to see all these posts of people celebrating and 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 talking about milestones. And this will create really neat momentum where you're going to have friends say, "Hey, Sherry." I want to be accountable with you too. You're inspiring me so much. I didn't think this was possible for me. And so share the love. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't be selfish. <laughs> share the love and give and uh, give hope and inspiration to other people. It's not about you bragging. It's about you inspiring people. Cause so there's yeah. people out there that are looking for this.
1: I love that you said that, that it's not bragging. It's celebrating. And I don't know yeah. why we're so afraid to celebrate the beautiful things that we're accomplishing and that we're building within ourselves. So yeah, I love yeah. that, curly really.
0: Awesome, ladies. Okay, so this is, your, this is your challenge. If you so choose to accept, post something that you've learned, maybe that you learned tonight on this webinar, or something you're learning from your life book, or just maybe a win that you're having, like maybe drink all your water, maybe you're 10 pounds down just share something and hashtag my optimal health because remember it's about making the fundamental choice for optimal health. If it's about fixing problems, you will yo-yo. Okay. I don't know if I can say it more often, but <laughs> all right, guys, we're so glad you've joined us, but before you go, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. And um, it's Optimal Health Community Podcast. And also we um, have the playbacks, get those from your coach. Join us next week. I'm super excited about this topic, optimizing your success in reaching a healthy weight. So excited about that topic. It's a good one. And, okay, um, some of you might've heard Curtly and Heather mentioning that they're coaches. I'm a coach too. Here's the thing, we as coaches, we have an awesome community and we do fun things like boot camps on saturday mornings where we get together and we brush up on our skills of how to be awesome coaches to all of you clients so we need more people i need more people of my people right to come and just become a coach you guys i mean it's a no brainer so you can join our our boot camp and that's every saturday starting um the 28th and going for 8 weeks yeah anyway
2: don't join the also, party. yeah. Okay, it.
0: okay. This don't leave yet. Learn about this. <laughs> Launch to Global 2023. Jim Dethmer is speaking. Um, he's my favorite. Okay, other than Doctor A, Jim Dethmer is my favorite. Seriously, one time I was on a Zoom with him. I asked him if he would be my grandpa, and he said yes. So I'm gonna <laughs> hold him to that. Um, but he's one of our featured speakers, who is one of the co-authors of. Um, the 15 commitments of conscious leadership, which if you have not gotten that book, you're going to want to, but this is for executive directors and above, which all that me, the only thing that means is a coach who's helping like help 20 people change their lives. Really, really cool. So get registered for that. Other than that, any final closing words, ladies?
1: Oh, honestly, gosh. Yeah, I know. I just, go, go ahead, Heather. I just want people to continue to dig in to what it is that they're wanting to create in their life and knowing that this is the perfect vehicle to not just change your health, but change the trajectory of what the whole future looks like. And you don't have to walk that path alone. Like everyone in here, most likely, except for that small percentage, that's not sure why they're here um, or where they're at in the journey. You've got someone that's walking with you shoulder to shoulder that's done this. So yeah, yeah, that's all I just wanted to add tonight. This has been so fun, ladies. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And just, I want to echo that is you, you have the tools. I, this makes me emotional because I was so stuck and in such a different place before I didn't think it was possible to have the freedom and the abundance and the energy and the love for life that I do now. And the tools that Optavia teaches, it's not just about food, you guys, and exercise. Dig into these books. Get hungry for optimal well-being and health. And you're going to find how to change habits and how to create the life that you want. Get curious and, and really put in that effort. And you're going to find that you are capable of, of, of change and capable of making an amazing life and feeling incredibly well. Our bodies are such gifts. And so let's allow them to be healthy and to feel great and see what impact that makes on your relationships and your impact in the world. So thanks for being here, you guys.
0: Awesome, mic drop, nothing else needs to be said. Thank you for sharing your hearts, ladies. Have a great week. You guys will see you next week.